Hey TikTok, sorry, I'm just a little bit behind the eight ball, still logging into Discord. Um, so bear with me. Uh, we've had a bit of a busy day today. So, ooh, right. Don't normally do a um, Discord on a Thursday. Um, hello, or 1987. Um, but yeah, I thought I'd do a quick makeup one um, just because I didn't do Tuesday. I know I am early again tonight, but then I don't normally do a Thursday. Um, so I thought let's let's just jump on and do um, another one. I did let everyone know last night just because um, we're really busy at the moment on Discord and on TikTok. Hello, BK. Um, hey, Tanya Louise. Hello, Stacey. So I just wanted to give people an opportunity to ask a few more questions if you guys wanted to. Um, plus, I'm on holiday next week. Um, there's Ralphie. Um, <laughs> I knew he'd start the minute I started uh, um, going live and I've got my windows open. Um, so yeah, I'm on holiday next week for like 10 days. So you won't see me for a little while. Um, so I thought, well, let's just do some extra sessions just to help you guys out. Okay. I'm going to go to the hands up. The lounge has now got 34 people in it, so that's filled up really quickly. Literally 60 seconds ago, there was only one person here. Can you appeal a court decision, court judgment? Yes, you can. Okay, what's your question, Martinia? So my question is, I got divorced in 2016. Yeah. But at the time, I haven't done the financial order because I wasn't aware about something like this. Then I started following you and I became aware of that. Now, there was no match um, the of the matrimonial money thing going on at that time. Yeah. Um, Except, uh, for example, I had the HMRC debt, which I paid off. He wasn't contributing to that. We didn't have a house or anything like that. There was no children involved. Um, he wasn't really contributing towards the rent and so. Now, he got married. He remarried. I still didn't. But I think he remarried just as a... Um, Islamic in an Islamic way, I don't think she got a civil marriage. Yeah, where do I stand regarding the financial order? Well, if it's an Islamic marriage, then that marriage won't be recognized. Um, and if there's no financial order in place, you can still get one. Okay, and what I could potentially ask for if that makes sense. well, I, I, I don't know. He did open his own yeah. business after we got divorced. Yeah. Um, I could I, for example, ask for like when I repaid the debts um, for him. I don't to know. I don't know. So I don't know is the honest answer to that question. Until such times as we've had full financial disclosure, I wouldn't know. It's based on lots of things. So it's based on income needs and capital needs and housing needs. But just know that until you've got the financial order, you can always still make a claim. Okay. Um, and if he hasn't married, oh, okay. then, then that's fine. But what you can... And if I want to do a claim, is it something I can do on my own or what? I would need some legal help with that? I think the first thing you should do is take some legal advice as to what you might be entitled to because you don't want to go making a claim if you're not entitled to anything or if there's nothing to actually make a claim about. So I think that's the first step. Once you know what you're entitled to, then yes, you could attempt to do it yourself. That's perfectly fine. Oh, and right. if I may, another question among okay, the Okay, just, just one more. Um, yeah, just I am full-time student at the moment. Yeah. Would I be qualifying for some... Um, no, legal aid is only for... No, only for only for domestic violence legal aid. Um, so you won't be able to get okay. any legal aid for that. Okay? Great. Okay, awesome. All right. Thank you Thank very you. much. Bye-bye. Bye -bye. You too. Um, Esther Rocks, you are next up with your question. Do I have there. an office? Um, yes, yeah, I do. so uh, just a quick question. Yeah. So I, well, my estranged wife had left um, the matrimonial home with my daughter about a year and a half ago. Yeah. And she left after the Section 7 report was released. And that was based on there being a 50-50 shared care. Obviously, she didn't like that. So she left the matrimonial home. And ever since then... There's been a major delay in, in court hearings and, you know, one thing's led to another. Now, she's obviously in that time filed for divorce. However, 
she's changed her mind and she wants to return back. And I'm, I'm not wanting any of that because it's not the best interest um, of my child. So the two questions which I wanted to ask was, firstly, she wants she's actually withdrawn her divorce, but I don't want to do that. Um, what should I do in that situation? Because I, I haven't got any legal rep representation. And the second thing is the matrimony home I'm living in at this moment in time. And if I wanted to sell the property, how would that work in terms of the splits? Would that be 50-50 given that um, I'm actually living in the matrimonial home? So if she, she has the right to withdraw her divorce petition if she wants to. If yeah. she does that, or if she's already done that, and you want to get divorced, then you can submit your divorce petition, okay? So it just means that you're going to then start the divorce process, and she's not able to stop you from doing that, okay? Okay. Um, yeah. What you're entitled to, I don't know. You need to take advice as to what it is you're entitled to, because all of the assets have to be looked at, all of the debts have to be looked looked at, the health of the parties, the age of the parties, the length of the uh, marriage and the age of the children. So there's lots that we would need to consider before we can then say, right, this is going to be 50-50, 60-40 or what have you. Okay. If you if you want to sell the home and obviously the mortgage in joint names and she's not in agreement with you, then you'll have to get a court order to allow you to sell the home. Because obviously as joint owners, you would, you would need her permission. So then you'd be making an application for an order for sale. Okay, understood. All right. Great. All right, okay. then. Thank you for that. I really you're, appreciate it. You're welcome. No problem. Bye-bye. Thank you. Bye. Uh, Natasha, you are up next. Sorry, Natasha. What's your question? Hi, Natasha. No, can't hear you. Can I change daughter's last name to mine if absent father? If he's got parental responsibility, you'll need his permission. If he won't give you his permission, then you make an application to the court. Thank you, Jack OB, OK? Uh, Natasha, I can't hear you. I hope it's not me again. So I'm going to go to Aggie, who's next in the list. I'm going to leave you there, Natasha. Oh, you've dropped out, Natasha. Sorry. Um, Aggie, what's your question? Hello, hello. I've got a question regarding child act. Our situation at the moment is that there is a restraining order in place. Yeah. And basically it's been like seven months and he didn't bother wants to see our son, uh, which I don't want to restrict the contact. However, uh, be before that, there was a circumstances, there was issue of his uh, use of alcohol. So what I, what I suggested, I suggested supervised contact after alcohol test. Yeah. And the response was uh, basically, no, he doesn't agree for that. And other stuff when... I don't drink anyway. Uh, so my question is, uh, because of, of my son's safety, I don't feel for him to be safe to, to be seeing his dad on his own, especially when I'm not sure, you know, if he will be, if you actually will be sober. And also he suggests to send his friend, who I don't know, to pick our son up and hand it over to him, which is completely unreasonable for me okay uh, so that was my my proposal he declined and he said he's going to the court what's your question uh, aggie aggie what's your question so basically my question is if he will go to the court uh does it matter if if i will apply to the court or if he will be applying to the court does it matter actually who who does or, or not really well if you apply to the court you're the applicant and you're going to have all the costs so you're going to have to pay the court fee yeah. um if he wants contact with his child then i would suggest that he make an application to the court and if mm -hmm. and if he does that then you can let the court know of your safeguarding concerns all right okay all right. so basically just I, I just suggested what 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 my proposal is, and if he doesn't agree, just wait for him to for an application. Yes, that's it. That's all you have to do. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Thank all you right. Thanks, Aggie. Bye. Bye. Um, Andrea, I'm going to invite you on next. Actually, Natasha, you're back in the queue again, so I'm going to send you an invitation as well. Natasha, can you hear me? No, you are back on the stage.
No, I still can't hear you, Natasha. I hope that you... Oh, you've dropped out again. Um, Andrea, I did send you an invitation. I'm going to invite Tinker Bella up. Um, Andrea, if you get to the stage, I will leave you there and come to you next. Um, oh, there you are, Andrea. Hi, what's your question? Good evening. Um, Hello. My partner and I uh, split up uh, over a year ago. We yeah. Have kids. Yeah. So we, we've been doing a family mediation um, last evening was yesterday. Yeah. Um, but since I've been in a new relationship, she she basically said to the mediator that she doesn't want my new partner, which I'm seeing now for over six months, and a yeah. daughter to stay overnight. Yeah. Uh, and uh, and then the mediator said no, she shouldn't stay overnight because I don't think it's fair on the kids. Yeah. Basically, the mediation was just like, well, I think I took her to mediation and it just turned against me. So um, and also I've asked fifty-fifty of custody, and she said no because she doesn't think that for the kids is right uh too many changes already in their life and she doesn't want to share the kids 50 50. Yeah. at the moment i have the kids every other weekend on a wednesday every wednesday and when it's not my weekend i have the wednesday and the thursday yeah is there anything i can do uh to have the kids a little bit more well if you can't agree andrea at mediation then the next thing would be to make an application to the court so that's okay. what you're going to be completing this C100 form and you'll get that from the government website um, and then you'll just complete that and you'll um, email it to your nearest family court and then wait for a hearing date. Because you've obviously tried at mediation and that didn't succeed. Um, so now you'll do your C100 form. Okay, thank you. Thank you're you welcome. Okay, good luck. Bye-bye. Thank you. Uh, Tinkerbella, you are next up. What's your question? Hi, um, I got married in September 2008. Yeah. Um, we, he left in December 2008. Yeah. We've had, we've had no contact or whatever since, ever, nothing. Yeah. And want to now start divorce proceedings. But when I've read up on the information, they need an address for him. I haven't got a clue where he is. So you're going to have to and, do your best to find an address. That's going to be your first stumbling block. I've got his mother's address. Okay. Does he visit um, his mum regularly? As far as I'm... I don't get on with her. She blamed me for the divorce. and uh, Well, but, for the separation, should I say. And it was him. But he does decided he, he liked men, not women. And he yeah. committed to tell me. But does he does he visit mums regularly? Yeah. yeah. As far as I'm aware, Okay. Yes. So then potentially you could use that address if you need to make an application for what we call substituted service. Um, right. So, I mean, ultimately, do all you can to find out where he is, even if it's just an email address, um, and right. and do that. And then I would use the mother's address if you know he attends there regularly. He does, but my concern is, is we don't get on and she will open anything that comes. She'll open all his mail. That's my issue. What And what's the problem with that? She's, I don't know if she'd pass it on to him. I don't. I just don't know. But that, but that, but that, but that doesn't matter, does it? Because at the end of the day, well, no, it doesn't matter if she doesn't pass it on to him. You're going to be able to tell the court that that's his mother's address, that he visits there regularly, um, and that you have served him. So whether she gives it to him or not, all you've got to do is convince the court that he's received that divorce petition, that he's been served. Right. Okay. Because when I read up on it, they said like extra searching and stuff. I'm not working due to a disability at the minute, so that's what I'm paranoid about. Oh, okay. Yeah. I mean, you might have to get the help of a process server, but I would just give that a try first. And then right. as the problems arise, deal with them as they arise, rather than maybe thinking about all the all of them right now. Let's just take one step at a time. Right. Okay, then. Yeah. Thank you very, very much. You're welcome. That. You're Thank welcome. You. Thanks. Bye. Thank you. Bye. Um, Towners, I'm going to come to you next. I did invite you up um, a minute ago, but I think that you dropped out. Um, but there we go. What's your question? Towners, can you hear me? Towners 543. Hello, Sarah Lulu. I'm, I'm live on TikTok, so while I'm waiting for my Discord people to sort out the mic or whatever, because sometimes there's issues, I just say a quick hello to the TikTokers. Um, there was a question actually on TikTok that I read a second ago and it said, 
Can a court join two cases together where you've got the same mum and two different dads? No, because they're two different children. So you can't have two different children on the same application. Um, hi, dear, I'm in the queue or not? Uh, no, you have to come onto Discord if you want to get in the queue. Sorry, anyway, going back to that other question. Uh, no, the court wouldn't join two separate children in the same application. So there would be two applications that mum would have to, if both dads took her to court for contact, she'd be um, doing dealing with two applications. Tanners, I can't hear you, so I'm going to go to Radical Ruthie. Um, for those of you on TikTok, there's a lot of you there this evening that, that want to come and ask me a question. Go download the Discord app, first of all. Set yourself up a little account or profile. When you've done that, come back to TikTok, go into my bio and click on the Discord link. And then that will um, put you into the Discord, which is what I'm doing. Um, and then you can put your hand up and ask a question, okay? Uh, Radical Ruthie, that's taken a while. So I'm going to go to the next one, Abrish24. Um, Towners, I'm going to pop you back into the audience, but stick your hand up again. Um, and let's see if we can't get you to ask a question. Abrish24, I've invited you. And Radical Ruthie, you are also up in the queue. There we go. Abrish, you're on mute. Take yourself off mute and ask me a question. While I'm waiting for Abrish, guys, just to remind you that Patrick's also set up a podcast. When does the podcast go out, Pad? Uh, Tuesday, Wednesdays, Thursdays. Tu you should know that. I know, I should know that. I'm sorry. I've got a lot going on. Tuesdays, Wednesdays and Thursdays. Paddy's been working really hard on the podcast, so you can go and download that as well. And it's actually what we do here is what Patrick puts on the podcast. We're going to start to do other stuff as well. Oh, Radical Ruthie, you're up on the stage. How is Hello. it? I can, Hello, how can I help? We got married in 2015, yeah. November, and we I was thrown out of the matrimonial home in 2018. Yeah. My question is, how can I... I didn't know about the financial... Um, order, you know, yeah. Order at yeah. all. yeah. We, I have not seen him since. I know where to find him. Um, I have a disability, so I'm not able to work. Yeah. But at the same time, my question is, if I should, we have no children. Yeah. And if, say for instance, while we're separated, I, I think you said um, in one of your things on, on um, TikTok, about you know you have to be legally separated no what Rad, ruthie what's your question what what's your question my question is um if we were to get divorced now yeah and so i had a windfall would he be entitled to anything yes he would because whilst the divorce severs your marriage ruthie and it's an excellent question it doesn't sever the financial ties between a married couple the only thing that can do that is the financial order so ah. yeah so you can get your decree absolute and all that really means is your marriage has ended and you're free to legally marry again but it doesn't yes. prevent him from making a financial claim. So that's why I'm always trying to communicate to everyone because not many people are aware of the financial order. You've got to get your financial order in place, even if it's a clean break order. Because a lot of people say to me, but we haven't got anything to divide, Trey, so there's no point. But we call that a clean break order. And, you know, because you don't know what's around the corner. You might be lucky like those people today and win 185 million um, in the yeah. euros <laughs> and then you know they if you haven't got your financial order your clean break they can come back and make a claim so that's wow. the importance of getting one okay okay thank you very much thanks for opening my eyes oh you're welcome thanks ruthie thank you bye-bye um abrish can you hear me i can't hear you still abrish um, I'm going to pop you back into the audience, Abrish. Sometimes that helps. But when you put your hand up, I'll jump you to the front of the queue. Towners, I'm going to jump you to the front of the queue because I know that you're trying to get onto the stage. 
Can you hear me? You're back on the stage now, Towners. Oh, there we go. I can hear you. Perfect. What's your question? Can you hear me okay? Yeah, perfect. No, I can't now. You've gone again. I don't know what you just did. I could hear you a second ago. You're back on. There you go. I think you're speaking, but I can't hear you. I can hear you now. I can hear you. No? Okay. All right. I'm going to go back to Abrish and see if we can get Abrish to ask his question. Abrish, yeah. can you hear me? Can you hear me? I can, yes. What's your question? Uh, hello, thank you. Um, me and my partner, we was um, we had uh, three children between us, yeah. and um, I live in England. But she's um, uh, because she put lots of allegations through the uh, through the police involvement, everything. Yeah. And she moved the um, she took the children to Scotland without my consent, and uh, I didn't know where she was uh, at the first time. I applied for the uh, C one hundred in the court. Yeah. And then the court. Uh, on the hearing on the court, uh, they asked her what she about, and then she disclosed to the court she's in Scotland. Yeah. And then because of she's not in the uh, jurisdiction, uh, the case passed to the high court. And when they is going to the high court again, uh, waiting for about five months, she's uh, keep uh, giving excuse. She hasn't got any uh, solicitor because she couldn't get any legal aid. And the court hasn't been decided anything. So, what the best thing can I do? What? And I haven't got any. Uh, uh, I haven't got solicitor at the moment. What What are you trying to do, Abrish? What 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 is this in re in relation to? Uh, yeah, it's uh, the um, possibilities to uh, bring back the children to their jurisdiction. Oh, I see. England. I see. Okay. Yeah. Be so the children are in Scotland at the moment. Yes. Yeah. Okay. So it's outside of our jurisdiction now. So what you're going to have yes. to do is um, take some advice from a Scottish solicitor. Because technically, once they cross the border into Scotland, they are in another country and you don't have an order at the moment. No, it's, it's gone into the high court. It's on the court case. It's still, the case is still open. I've still got in the um, case. But oh. she has... Um, so what does so what does file statement for the allegation but uh, she couldn't do it because she couldn't get any solicitor okay abrish what does the last order say then take me back to the last order what does that say yeah the order says um they asked her to file a statement witness statements and i did um they gave her uh for 10 days but she hasn't done it what and does they the... give her again, again another seven days? They had she hasn't um, submitted it. Okay. So does the order say anything about you? I'm not really interested in statements, if I'm honest. What does the order say about children and you having contact with the children? Yeah, the Kafka says because her allega um her allegation is very severe, and then they won't until they won't know uh, whether the allegation is true or not. They uh, the uh, Kafka's um, advice not enter in contact until we get the right. Uh, so so essentially, yeah. then she's been asked to make allegations. The court will then decide yeah. if it's going to go to a fact find. And your question of me is, she hasn't entered the allegation. So what do you do? Well, you're going to wait until the next court date comes round and then go back to court. If she hasn't entered any allegations by the time you go back to court, there can't be a fact find. And your argument should be, well, she hasn't made the allegations because there are no safeguarding concerns. Yeah, we had hearing, and then on that hearing, she said, um, she asked, said to the court, she hasn't got any statements. She couldn't file it because she couldn't get any solicitor, yeah. uh, like um, legal aid. Yeah, that's fine. If, if she's been asked to file allegations or statements and she hasn't, then the court can move on without them. That's because that's her evidence. So she'll have no evidence before the court about the allegations. All right. Does, so that, does the, that make on sense? On the next hearing, could be yeah. like they could decide it without if she couldn't bring it, if she couldn't file her uh, statement. Yeah. If there's no evidence from her about safeguarding issues, then there's no evidence before the court. So then the court will just look to having contact and they might just ask Kafkas to do a Section 7 report.
okay. Thank you very much. Very You're welcome. Safe. Okay, thanks. Bye-bye. Uh, Towners, let me take you off mute because you're still on the stage. Can you hear me now? Hi, good evening. Hello, hi, I can hear uh, you now. Apologies earlier, I, I, I had to put some headphones in. Oh, bless you, that's fine. What's your question? Uh, it's primarily concerning the DIY divorce and the, getting the financial order. Yeah. How, presuming we agreed to split our assets, um, how we... Oh, how we wish, how easy or how straightforward is it to get the financial order, bearing in mind we we sort of pre-agree to split our assets as we so wish. So that the key thing is that you're both in agreement. So if you're both in agreement, then we can get the financial order through in sort of four to six weeks once you've got your um, decree NISI. Um, it, it's where the, the couple don't agree and we go to court, then it can take like 12 to 18 months so if you're both in agreement to what goes into it, it is it's weeks. It's not even months. Okay, so yeah. do you need any evidence? I mean, is it does it do we just get some forms that we sign and it so, then progresses? So there's two forms that need to be sent into the court. The actual financial order itself, which typically will be drafted by a solicitor, and then there's another form that goes with it called the D eighty one, and the D eighty one just gives the court. Um, uh, a high level view of the finances that are involved um, so it'll you know it's just admin really names ages what just some some financial figures pension values you haven't got to provide any uh, disclosure but you do have to fill out some boxes and put some figures in um, but so it's those two forms that you need you can do the the, the second one yourself the d81 but the financial order you'll need to get a solicitor to draft that but again, if you're both in agreement, that's going to be minimal cost. Yeah, okay, I understand. Yeah, I think you've sort of alluded to the fact that uh, do you need this to get involved? I mean, I was trying to trying to sort of do it hundred percent ourselves, but yeah. I think uh, I think it's going to have to be a solicitor to do it. So. Yeah, ju ju just to draft the order. That's all. Because that's the important bit. You want to get that bit right because that that's the bit that severs the financial ties. Yeah. Okay. I understand. Yeah. yeah. All right. Thanks for, thanks for your patience. And, uh, That's uh, all right. That's all right. No problem. Thank you. Bye-bye. Thank you. Cheers. Bye. Uh, Plim John, you are next up on my list whenever you're ready. Um, sorry, guys. There's so many questions on TikTok. I, every time I go over, there's like three or four more questions. Personal journey. Uh, I don't know. And yes, I only do family law. That's all I do. Plim John, what's your question? I got divorced eight years ago. Yeah. Um, done the clean break, done everything. I've recently, well, last year I tried to get a mortgage in my name and I found out I was never removed off the mortgage to the marital home. Yeah. Um, and I've been trying to get it off for the last 12 months. But my ex-wife, um, she's since remarried and I just can't get my name off it. So I can't get a mortgage. What is she okay? So if she is not in agreement to you coming off the mortgage, you're going to have to go to court and get a court order. That that's just such a pain. Why won't she agree to take you off the mortgage if she's because remarried? She could never afford the mortgage on her own. On her own. But she's married now. Yeah, I know. So she won't uh, get a joint mortgage with her new husband. I've got no idea. I'm not. Okay. So I want my name off it. I don't. Okay. Their relationship, their relationship. Yeah, I think, look, I think here's the three steps that you need to do. First of all, step one, I'd write to her or email her and say, would you know, I, want, I want my name off the mortgage. Can you and your new yeah. husband um, get a joint mortgage and remove me from it? If that doesn't work, step two, you're going to have to do a mediation referral um, because you're going to need a form from the mediator to say that you've at least tempted, attempted it. Although mediation might work, but if it doesn't, then step three, a court application which is such a pain in the backside for you, but that's the only way, because then the court will order her to remove your name from the mortgage. And if she tells the court that she can't afford it to get the mortgage in her name or even in joint names, then the court's going to order her to sell the property. Okay. So that, that would be my suggestion, those three steps. Thank you very much. You're welcome. Thanks. Thank you. Bye-bye. Bye. Um question on tiktok do i have pets yes i do i have three dogs poppy is our shih tzu she's 11 and then i've got two little sausages that i got this year they're like seven months old um coco and ralph um another question on tiktok ricky while i'm just chatting to tiktok i'm going to ask you to come up 
Um, another question was, um, what's been my hardest case? Children's case years ago that went all the way to the High Court and I've never forgotten it. Um, ran on for about five years. I was for mum and dad was a nasty piece of work. Um, anyway, there we go. Ricky, what's your question? Hi there, can you hear me? I can, yeah. Firstly, I just want to say this is like really amazing that you're doing this and I think everybody really appreciates it. Oh, help. thank you, Ricky. Appreciate that. No problem. So I'll try and make this really concise. I don't know how much is relevant to you, but okay. I'll just tell you as much context as I can. Yeah. Um, my mum was in a relationship for about 20 years. Yeah. We lived together and had a mortgage together. Um, when they went into this agreement, they had agreed that uh, my mum would pay for the uh, mortgage and he would pay for all of the bills and that's how they would divide everything. Yeah. However, that didn't last very long and my mum ended up paying for everything for the majority of the time he lived at the house. Yeah. They've since um, split up. He hasn't lived at the house for about 10 years now, um, but now my mum wants to sell um, and we're just wondering, is there any way that we can sell the property without giving him anything considering he they aren't together anymore, he hasn't lived there for more than 10 years and there's no evidence that he ever contributed towards the mortgage anyway, because he didn't. Is his name on the mortgage, Ricky? Yeah. Yeah, that's the thing. And they're not married? They're not married. No. Uh, she's spoken to him, and according to him, he doesn't want any, anything to do with it, so he's happy to, like, waive any kind of, like, rights he has to the, to any um, profit, but I don't believe that. Okay. All, all you can do, God's honest truth, um, because he's named on the mortgage, he's entitled to a share... I'm going to assume they hold it jointly, so it'll be 50%. All no. your mum can do is place the property on the market, go through the motions, and it's probably going to give her a few sleepless nights. When she eventually gets an offer for sale and it goes to the conveyancing solicitor, the conveyancing solicitor will send him out a piece of paper to say that A, he agrees to sign um, to sell the property, and B, he doesn't want anything from it. Now, obviously, the conveyancing solicitor can't do that until such times as the as the sale it starts to go through, um, and it's at that point your mum's going to really need to hold her breath and hold her nerve and everything because that's when she'll find out if he's going to be true to his word. The conveyancer will get that piece of paper back. Great, then she can continue. If he doesn't sign it, then she's going to have to cancel the sale, go to court, and get what we call an order for sale. Um, and that at that stage, she will then fight for the fact that she's actually paid more than him in the last 10 years and he hasn't lived there. Right, OK. So, so that, fingers the, the, crossed that he's true to his word. Right, OK. So it was a conveyancing something, did you say? A conveyancing solicitor. So when your mum gets an offer on the property... Um, to, to buy the house from her, she'll then have to instruct a conveyancing solicitor. So they're solicitors that just specialise in buying and selling property. And okay. she will then say to them, I hold the house in joint names with somebody else, but he doesn't want anything from it. And they will send him out some documents to sign to that effect. Right, OK. Thank you so much. You're welcome. Thanks, Ricky. Bye-bye. Um, next question. I did have a question actually on TikTok and now I've forgotten it. I saw it. Uh, HP, I don't do higher purchase cars. I don't do debt. I don't do death. I don't do probate. I don't do wills. Just family. I don't do crime. Um, um cup of tea, milk and two. What's your question? Hello, yeah. Um, I spoke to my ex-partner about a year and a half ago. Yeah. Uh, we jointly own a home, uh, which she locked me out of. Yeah. We've got uh, two children, 10 and 11, which I firstly said I'm happy for to stay on the mortgage until the boys are 18, um, and then we sell the property and sp uh, split the equity. I've had no response through the solicitor at anything about our equity in the house. Due to new circumstances now, I'm currently going through an IBA. Um, so ideally, I'd like to get my equity out the property and pay off my debts. What's the chances of that being possible? Or either that, then if she won't agree to the boys turning 18 and then sell the property, how do I go about it? I mean, it's difficult to understand why she won't agree or she won't communicate with you when actually you're doing her a favour, really. You're saying, look, I'll wait until, they, until they're 18. Um 
It's going to be a court application, isn't it? I mean, that's the thing. If there's no agreement between the parties, it's going to be... Did, did you say you were married or not married, first of no, all? No, not married. Not no, married, not okay. Married. So, yeah, it's going to be um, a court application to... Effectively, you're asking for your share of the equity um, if she's not going to be in agreement to... What you're talking about, really, is a... Um, well, actually, it's not a measure order because you're not married. So she would need to make application under Schedule 1 of the Children's Act if she wanted to stay there until they were 18. So if she's not responding to you and you want your name off the property and you want to obtain your share, then it's an application to court. Um, if, if it went to court, yeah. with the, obviously with the boys being 10 and 11 at the moment, yeah. would they look in favour of her keeping the property and can they keep me on well, that mortgage yeah so only <laughs> only if she makes an application so if, right. if the only application before the court is yours that's the only one yeah. they're going to be considering she would then okay. need to make another application to say under schedule one of the children's act i'm not his wife but i need help to rehouse the children then the court are more likely to say actually yes um, she can get some help. It might not mean that she gets to stay in the property. It might yeah. mean that she gets given maybe 60% of the equity or 70%. It depends on the amount of equity in the home and obviously your needs because you're going to need to rehouse yourself, etc. So exactly. it's going to be harder for her to get to get to keep the property because you're not married. Okay, right. So now that's fantastic. Thank Good. you ever so much. You're welcome. Okay, thanks. Um, Thank you. Bye. Bye-bye. Uh, Cryptonic, you're next up. What is the form I need to fill out to stop future claims to money after divorce? It's not a form, it's a financial order, and it's the solicitors that draft that financial order for you, and then you've got the D81. You can do that form yourself, but it's two forms, the consent order and the D81, and you send them into court. But the consent order, you must get that drafted by a solicitor. That's the most important document out of the whole documents. Out of all the documents in divorce, that's the most crucial one. Kryptonic, what's your question? Yeah, hi there. Can you hear me? I can, yeah. Hello. Hi there. I just want to quick, uh, ask you a quick question regarding um, like assets. Um, yeah. Is the onus upon me to prove that my ex-wife has uh, certain assets which I believe she might be hiding? If you're if you're raising the concern, um, yes. If so, okay. if if you're making the allegation that she's hiding assets, then yes. Okay, and if the assets are jewellery, would that be considered an asset, or is that considered? I mean, if you was to say it was gifted, um, would it still be considered as an asset? I think it depends on a couple of things. If it's gifted, yes, it's still an asset. But what would the value of that be? And also, is it really going to help? Um, you know, sometimes whilst we put a price on the gifts on jewellery, the, 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 the street value or the secondhand value um, isn't up to much. So sometimes the court won't really take into account jewellery if it's not really going to benefit the party. Do you right. see what I mean? Okay. Because yeah. it's, 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 you know, if, if you could potentially get a valuation of the pieces of jewellery and say to the court, look, they're worth 20,000, the court might then think, well, actually, that's a realisable asset. That could, that could really help the housing needs of these parties. But if this was, you know, wedding jewellery that might only be worth, you know, a couple of thousand or five thousand, the court's probably not going to entertain it. It's a bit like secondhand furniture. You know, it's worth more yeah. to the person. But when you it's... actually go to sell it, it's not worth anything. Yeah, I mean, to be honest with you, it's pro we're talking about 80,000 plus probably. OK, well, then the court's going to consider that. But you're going to have to get a valuation of that. Um, and and um, it'll be down to if, you. If, if... Yeah, if the if the jewellery is in her safety deposit, how would I be able to get access? To, I mean, I mean, only she will have access to that. I wouldn't. I would. It would be difficult for me to um, try and get the um, d deposit box, etc. Um, what I'm trying to get at is that obviously, you know, she she's got it you, in her name. I mean, yeah. surely she would have to declare it on some sort yeah. of yeah so uh, so your yeah. your evidence would be in your statement that she also has 80,000 pounds worth of jewelry and it should really be raised in your questionnaire 
that you want her mm-hmm. to provide evidence of this £80,000 worth of jewellery. Now, it, it would then go, if she said, oh, I don't have it, it would then go all the way to final hearing and she'd be cross-examined on this jewellery. And if I were advising you, I'd be saying, right, I want photos of her wearing this jewellery. We need evidence of this. Because then it comes down to persuading the court that she does have this jewellery and the value of this jewellery. Right, okay. But that's great. Thank you very All right. much for your help. You're welcome. Thank you. Okay, bye. Um, somebody on TikTok says she's got £80,000 worth of jewellery. Do you want a new wife? <laughs> that's funny. Uh, okay, K28. <laughs> you guys make me laugh. Um, K28, you're next up. Whenever you're ready, ask me your question. Stacey89, you can ask a question, but you've got to come over onto Discord because the questions fly so fast on TikTok, I can't keep up with them. Um, I'm so sorry. Um, And I I generally do Discord because people have gone through a little journey in order to get to Discord. They've had to download all sorts and, you know, put their hand up and wait in a queue. So K28, what's your question? register your the, sorry the property is just in his name it is indeed yeah. yeah so you you will need to register your home rights in the property have you done that hr1 form no i haven't okay no. so you need to do that first of all because you do have home rights in the property so you register right. a hr1 form with land registry and that way okay. all that does is it prevents him from selling the property without you removing the HR1, and you can remove the HR1, okay? But what I would okay. be suggesting to you is that given that divorce is is underway, that you need to start the financial application. Exactly, sorry, just, just to confuse you, it's actually, it's not underway, it's just I'm safeguarding for myself for the future if that was to happen. Oh, I see, beg your pardon. Yes. No, because Regi- I, I know living in the country, I've got more legal rights if we were to separate. Yes. I'm living here with the kids now. I've been yeah. paying towards the bills, all of that. But I'm I'm, I'm always worried in the back of my head that if we move, we're moving out of the country together, where would I legally stand if we were to divorce whilst abroad? And, yeah. and essentially this house is, the mortgage is not in my name. Yes, I understand. Yeah, register your HR1 form. And that gets called yeah. a home rights notice. And as his wife, you are entitled to register that, okay? And I was also considering, and I don't know if it's a possibility, if before we were to move, is there a solicitor I could see that we could write up a, I don't know, some sort of legal document where he confirms that the house is jointly ours, that I have been contributing towards the mortgage for X amount of years. Is that something that would even be... You, it wouldn't even, it, it, would, it wouldn't even be necessary. I mean, A, it wouldn't yeah. be worth the paper it's on because it wouldn't be legally binding. It wouldn't be a court order. Yeah. But it wouldn't be necessary. What's the most okay. important piece of paper for you at the moment is your marriage certificate. So keep that close to your chest. That's sure. as his wife. That's what gives you the ability to make certain applications and claims should the marriage end up going through a divorce. Right. OK, perfect. That's great. Thank you so much. You're welcome. Help. Thanks. I really appreciate that. Thank you. OK, bye bye. Um, it's an interesting point, actually, guys, and one that I'll just labour on for a second before I go to the next question. If you are married and the property is only in one of your names, the other person, for whatever reason, might not be able to get on the mortgage. It could be affordability. It could be bad credit rating. It could be you know, a variety of reasons. If you suspect that you can't trust your spouse, register your home rights using a HR1 form. You can completely do that yourself. Google it. It's a form that you'll fill out and you'll send to Land Registry. Land Registry then put that 
on the, the record, if you like. And if ever your spouse then goes to sell the property, which they can because it's only in their um, sole name, um, the HR1 will stop them from doing that and you'll be notified, okay? And then, of course, that's better because if they sell it and there's no HR1 and they get the money and they spend the money, it's gone um, and you may not never uh, um, uh, know about it. And someone on TikTok, Lorna's just said, she used a HR1 and it's invaluable. It absolutely is. Now, just to be clear, see, Jackson, I'm going to invite you up to the stage. Just to be clear, it's only available for married couples. So if you're not married and you're living in a house that's in your partner's name, you can't do the HR1, okay? Um, see, Jackson, what's your question? Hello? Can you hear me? No. Do they have to sign the HR1 too? No, they don't. They don't even know that you've filed it. What is a QC barrister? Queen's Council. So Queen's Council is our senior top barristers. Sometimes they're referred to as silk, but it's Queen's Council. Um, Super Dad, I'm going to come to you next. See, Jackson, I'm going to leave you there for a second and see if I can um, uh, get round to you after Super Dad. I, I can't hear you. You are on the stage with me, but I just can't hear you. Need to ask you about my husband getting his passport and how he's been treating. Oh, okay. You can drop me an email. Um, Super Dad, what's your question? Right. So um, I'm in the process of trying to get um, custody for my child. Um, I used to be married and um, my ex-wife, because I'm now divorced, and she's been making several allegations about me being abusive. And um, and what I've noticed this world is that he's been influencing my son because my son is three years old. And so she's been trying to like get into his head saying that is this, that is that your daddy hits you and my son just keeps saying stuff like that he hits me and I've never hit him before. And um the task that the has been done I've actually like noticed things like this saying that it seemed like my son was saying things that was rehearsed. Yeah. And also as well as that they tried to um so in the latest hearing they ordered for a section thirty seven. But she didn't want to my is my son's mom didn't want a section thirty seven. But I insisted that usage allegations that have been made against me. I wanted a, a section 37 to go ahead, but she didn't want that for no and behold, the court order going anyway. Yeah. So now, because my son has been so damaged, like emotionally, like he's so emotionally unstable, he cries all the time and he says things that are untrue. Can I now in this, um, in the process, apply for like sole custody for my child? Because I can see now, because it's now been noticed now, like, that should be some sort of safeguarding issue whereby my son is being emotionally like, manipulated to say things that are not true. Can they, I apply for sole custody for him? So the answer to your question is, can you apply? Yes, you can apply. The real question you want to ask me is, will you succeed? And I'm probably, exactly. yeah, and I'm probably going to say no. It is really, really difficult to convince a court that a child should change residence and go and live with the other parent. Your first step would be to convince the court that there is what we call parental alienation. And that's really difficult as well. You're going to have to get third parties like social services or CAFCAS involved who would support you in that allegation. Um, and then yeah. there would be a hearing um, in regards to that parental alienation. That's going to be your first step. Okay. okay. Um, one, once you can convince the court that parental alienation is going on, then you would make an application for sole residence. But in the first instance, you're going to have to convince the court of that. Right. Um, because during the whole process, um, Kafka was involved in the whole process. His nursery as well yeah. has also like thought out during the report saying it's clear that it has a structure. It's clear he loves his picking up and things like that. So I've always tried to involve Kafka. Yeah, I think, yeah, do, do, do the parental alienation step first. Um, and then you'll have a better chance. But it's still a difficult application to make. 
All right. Uh, okay. Thank you very much. You're welcome. Bye bye. Uh, right. See, Jackson, I'm going to come back to you, take you off mute. Can you hear me now? Or can I hear you now? No. Okay. I'm going to drop you back into the audience and try again. Put your hand up again. Meanwhile, I'll go to Ava M. Bryant. So, yeah, there's loads of questions about the, the HR1. Um, you don't need the other side's permission. You send it to Land Registry. Land Registry will, of course, notify that something's been recorded against the property address, but you don't need their permission. That's the key thing, you see, because otherwise they might not give their permission. Hello? Hello, Ava. What's your question? Hello? Sorry, hang on. I'm struggling to hear you. Um... I can hear you. Have you got a question? Um, sorry, can you drop me back in? And... Yeah, sure. I'll move oh, you to the on. audience. I'll Hello? move you. Um, Q Charsky, you're up next. Hello. 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 What's your uh, question? I'll try to be as quick as I can, but it's That's a bit okay. a difficult situation. So we're Polish nationals. Yeah. Um, my sister a few years ago applied for the C one hundred. Yeah. Specific issue. Yeah. Order. Yeah. To get passports for her children um without her ex-husband's permission because he's um ignoring all the correspondence um there's no contact he didn't contact children for 15 years yeah unfortunately the polish consul insists to get the same order again that is dated within the last few months um but the court is saying that they the order is valid until they're 18. okay correct so what? Sorry, what's the question? So basically, the court is um, declining to issue a new order that is dated, you know, within the last few months, because they said that there is no change, so they she don't need a new order. But um, the consul insists that you know that she should be able to get a new court order whenever you know she apply for it. Okay, so I'm a little bit confused. So the Polish consul has said. What? That she can't get the passports until they're 18? No, no, sorry. Okay. The Polish consul said that she needs that C-100. Yes. But it has to be dated within the last three months. Right. She already got one. Yeah. That was issued a few years ago, but the court don't oh. um, declined oh, to issue I a see. new one. I see, I see, I see. Yeah. Is it true that this order is valid until the children are adults or well should they issue to, a new so order? so two things the any any order in respect of children is valid until the children are 16 because we don't we only go sort of 16 in, in family court and also an order from the family court is valid until it's replaced with another order um so the current order on on foot is valid i think the issue that you've got though is that the console of putting in their own regulation around it and saying it's got to be dated within the last 3 months now the family court don't have to be they don't have to oblige the console um and they won't make a new order just because the console want them to um absolutely that's yeah. what we've been saying yeah how old are the children now so um the girl, uh, older girl, is just turned 17 and the other one's turning 14. Okay. So I think the older one, you know, within within a year is going to be able to get her own passport anyway. The 14-year-old, I think you're going to have to go back to the console, would be my suggestion, um, and maybe get a solicitor to do a letter for you to say, the English courts won't give us another order. So what would you suggest? Because otherwise you've got a stalemate, really. It's going gonna, it's gonna to require some sort of negotiation with the console, I think. But maybe yeah, maybe yeah. bring in a lawyer to assist. OK. Um, and just a really, really quick quick one. Yeah. Um, is it right, am I right that she could apply for nationality for citizenship without his Ooh. permission because they're divorced so that i would love to answer you but that is outside of my area of expertise okay. now now it's an immigration solicitor that you need to speak to okay no problem but All thank right. you for answering my question oh you're welcome thank you thank you bye, -bye. bye, -bye. um TikTok, stacy you're asking if you are in the queue with your hand up you most definitely are but i'm gonna go to 
Ava because Ava was trying to get to oh no sorry C C J Jackson first. Um, so C Jackson, I've invited you back onto the stage. Let's see if we can hear you this time, Ava. Then I'm going to come to you. Um, no, C Jackson. Let me click on Ava as well and invite you up. So we got two at the same time, but that's okay. Ava, you're up. Hello. Hello. What's your question? Oh, you've dropped out again. Oh dear. See, Jackson, you're still. Uh, oh, there's Ava again. I'm going to try you again, Ava. It can be a bit glitchy. Don't worry about it. We're getting there. Ava. Hello. Hello. What's your question? Oh, Ava. Oh, sorry, I'm that I can, really I can, to I can hear, hear you. you. I can hear you. Um, Put some headphones in. Take some headphones out. I don't know. Hello, hello Ava. I can hear you. No. Yeah, so I've, I've tried to um, apply for a live with order for my three children. Yeah. Um, me and my husband we split up due to like some domestic violence that was going on in the relationship. Yeah. Um. And it escalated towards my children and there was a point where my son got um like a bolt put on his bedroom door. So um I moved moved away and um I tried to obviously like just wait until he made an application to court. I had been to mediation um with my husband, um but it wasn't successful. He's now made an application to court, and on his application to court, he's put that there were no like safety concerns in regards to me looking after the children, and there was no domestic violence in the relationship. And then, obviously, we've had a CAFCAS safeguarding report, and he's then told them all kinds of things that there was domestic violence that I was apparently, you know, controlling and abusive to him. Yeah, and. He's, you know, tried to say, obviously, I was abusive to the children, all these kinds of lies that, you know, he didn't say anything about when he first made his application to court. Yeah. Um, I'm just wondering as to how this is going to affect, obviously, my live with order, because I was trying to, obviously, even though I had concerns in regards to him being alone with the children, I was so Ava, to, do you like, meet him in the middle. Ava, so, like, Ava do, you, do you have a live with order at the moment? We don't currently know. Okay, so is there any order in place at the moment? No, there's nothing in place at okay. the moment. Okay, and, and who do the children live with? Myself. Okay, that's good. So the fact that the children live with you, um, and I'm going to assume there's never been any social services concerns, there's never been any concerns raised by the school, then he's going to have a really difficult time proving these welfare concerns. Now, trying to... Um, have children change residence is is a really difficult application really difficult because the the court consider the routine and the status quo of the child to be paramount to the welfare of the child okay so i don't think ava you've got too much to worry about he might be you know thrown around these allegations but you know the person that makes the allegations the burden of of proof really is is on them um, to, to prove that. So it's going to have to go through uh, a fact-find hearing. Potentially, if the court want to go down that route, they may not. Um, but I, I'm not too sure you've got too much to worry about unless, as I say, there's been um, safeguarding concerns raised by social services or the school. No, there's nothing been raised about myself. Obviously, yeah. The only thing that has been raised is me raising concerns about him yeah. once before. Yeah, yeah. Um, no, um, I think there's not been any involvement. Then I think you'll be fine, Ava. This happens an awful lot where we have the resident parent and then the other parent comes along and they think that if they can just start throwing around allegations um, that the court will take notice. Of course, the court will listen, but, you know, they, they will draw a certain amount of common sense as well. Okay, thank you very All much. Right. That's very reassuring. You're welcome. No problem. Thanks. Thank you. Bye-bye. Bye. -bye. Bye. Um, C. Jackson, you are up on the stage. What's your question? Hello, Hello what's your question? Um, what, I'm just, the question is, um, I have two boys, 
but the dad lives abroad and he doesn't have anything to do with them but he doesn't pay any child maintenance towards them and um, i just want to know how i'd go on about applying for that so child maintenance isn't really something that we get involved with in the family courts um but what i can tell you is that when the other parent is outside of the jurisdiction you need to get in touch yeah. with remo r-e-m-o okay and they will handle international matters of child maintenance yeah does that help so if you if you google remo um, and yeah. and that that will point you in the right direction as to how to go about getting the the child maintenance. Okay, that's great. Thank you very much for your help. You're welcome. Thanks. Thank bye bye. Um, Stacey, I'm going to come to you next. Whenever you're ready, ask me a question. Hello, I, can you hear? I can, Stacey. Yes. What's your question? daughter was um abused by her dad um uh to make it sure she came back with some losing and i took it to the place into the um safe services they have said that they eventually he got convicted of child cruelty to a child under 16 yeah um I have sole custody of her now, but he still has parental responsibility. Prior to this, there was a court order that he was have every other weekend and um, and on a weekday. We never stuck to that. We ended up going our own way and she only seen him on a Saturday, 10 till 6. So my question is, is um, obviously I'm not going to be letting her go to him now. Um, this was a year ago, but if he did put an application for application in to see her, yeah, what where would I stand with saying actually I don't want him having anything to do with her because he's been convicted of of child cruelty? Absolutely. I mean, I think that those concerns are real and and they're genuine, and the court would listen to you. And I think if he were to make an application, there would definitely be some sort of third party involvement to investigate your specific case. Absolutely. I don't think you've got too much to worry about there. So am I right, am I right in thinking that unless he does an application, I'm just to leave it at bay and let him come to me? And if he does come to me, then I'll deal with it then? Absolutely. That's what you need to do. OK, that's brilliant. Um, and just one quick other thing. Yeah. My daughter is um, asking to change her name to my name. And I said to her that I would think about it because she's only little. She is only, she's coming up eight. Yeah. Um, but I don't know how I would go about that if I chose to do that. So you're going to need dad's permission because he's got parental responsibility. And if he doesn't give you his permission... Um, then you're going to have to make a court application to get the court's permission in the absence of dad's permission, if that makes sense. Right, OK, so I would just go... To, uh, how would I go to court about it? Just what form would I need? So you'd you'd, you'd apply on a C1 for a ch change a of name. Yeah, C1. OK. All right. OK, that's brilliant. All right, thank you very much. You're welcome. Thank you. Bye-bye. Thank you. Bye. Um... Right, guys, I'm going to end it there. It's ten past six. Um, hope you all got something out of that for those of you that were here. Thank you guys for listening to me on Discord. Apologies, I didn't get to everybody with their hands up. Um, I can't do tomorrow night, but I'll be back again on Monday. Um, might do some longer sessions next week just because I'm out of the office for a few days then on holiday. Um, so if I can't sign on at five on Monday, I'll definitely be on at six anyway. But I think when I do sign on to Discord, it lets all you guys know. Um, so yeah, enjoy your weekend and I will speak to you all again on Monday. Thanks guys. Bye. And TikTok, thank you. Thank you to all my new moderators. I really appreciate that. I'm always looking for moderators. Um, you know, there's some nights when my usual mods, um, are busy, obviously, um, and they can't join in. So yeah, absolutely. Um, if ever you're, um, you know, on TikTok live and you want to help me moderate, cause it's difficult. I'm trying to do TikTok and I'm also trying to do discord, 
then by all means let me know um, and if Paddy's around um, he tends to add the mods for me um, but yeah it's a real help because a lot of people on TikTok wonder what we're doing and um, I'll say it again but um, what I do is I go onto Discord which is what you guys are hearing um, and people can come into Discord put their hand up and then they ask a question um, and it's obviously live um, and then I record that onto TikTok just so that you guys can hear it and you might get something from it. Sometimes people just like listening to it. Um, but I also record the whole session as well and it goes on my podcast. So that again, if you can't get onto Discord um, and you know, but you've heard that maybe your question was asked or whatever, then you can listen to it on the podcast. Um, so there we go. How to get onto Discord, because it's it's a new platform, is you've got to actually, a bit like TikTok, you've got to create an account. You've got to download the app create an account then you come back to my bio and you click on that link in my bio and then it will take you into the discord go into the lounge paddy's got all kinds of messages in discord then you can go into the lounge then you can put your hand up okay um thank you hippie chick you know so many people do i get so many comments that say i'm happily married um i'm not uh, fighting for custody of my children but they just love listening to it i think we've all got a certain element of um curiosity i think that's what makes family law so interesting people do like to listen to other people's issues um thank you i am a sausage mommy now absolutely no i'm not single ash king but thank you for asking that um oh thank you i'm glad that you find the tiktok posts helpful um we tend to do them in batches just because time doesn't allow me to do them every day so we'll do three or four at a time and then paddy puts them out one at a time so great well i'm glad that you all got something out of that guys i'm going to sign off you're welcome Anne. thank you um you're inspiring all of us to be lawyers oh yeah absolutely love all the lives thank you happy days you're all welcome right enjoy your weekend um oh hello missy you're on the TikTok. missy um is always on my discord every evening she's there so hello missy thank you for joining us on TikTok. it is interesting isn't it becca i've been doing this job now for god too long 25 years and i still find it interesting i genuinely love it um how long does it take you to take to do your job seven years of training um and then another 25 years of experience if i'm being completely honest and the sun's come out now um podcast link please paddy's bound to have put it in the bio somewhere good question paddy sorts all of that stuff out i am i am literally useless i have the legal knowledge He's got all the tech knowledge. Um, but yeah, check the bio. It's bound to be there. Oh, you never miss it. Well done, you. That's good. Um, anyway, I'm going to sign off. I also go into Discord. We've got three chat rooms in there. Just before I sign off, I'll tell you this. You can leave a question and I will go in sort of two or three times a week and I'll answer everybody's questions. OK, um, right. So that's me for the evening, guys. Um, enjoy your weekend and I'll see you back here Monday. Bye.